following program is for informational and educational purposes only. This program does not replace medical, mental health, or psychological diagnosis and treatment prescribed by your personal physician, psychologist, therapist, or other health care provider. Please consult your provider for diagnosis and care before beginning or changing any program or idea discussed. Welcome to Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated with host Kristen Harper. She's here to give you those extra tips that you don't always get from other health and wellness programs. Kristen has all the bases covered and just a bit more. Now, here is your host, Kristen Harper. Hello, everyone. How are you doing today? This is Kristen Harper, radio show host. My show is Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated on voiceamerica.com, which is the largest live internet radio network in the world. And my show is on the Health and Wellness Channel, and you can check it out. Just go to the Health and Wellness Channel. My show is every Tuesday at 3 p.m. Pacific time. On the right-hand side, you will see all of my past episodes. And if you could please give the show a five stars on iTunes. The show is also on Google Play, TuneIn, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Amazon Music. So today's episode is all about vaccine passports and the dangers of the COVID-19 vaccines. My special guest is Steve Daniels. Uh, He's been on my show before, and I really like him. He is a freedom activist. He's done a lot of activism here in Arizona. And I also like him because he does have, he's a good person with good values. So uh, today we will be talking about the dangers of the COVID-19 vaccines. What are vaccine passports? Is Arizona requiring vaccine passports? Will your state be requiring vaccine passports? What can we do to fight against these vaccine passports? I also want to talk to Steve about his recent speech that he gave. It was excellent. And about this uh, school district, this Vail school district. We'll talk about that as well. Uh, So if you'd like to be a sponsor of the show, uh, please send me an email to Kristen at kristenharperspeaks.com. I can send you different packages that we offer through Voice America, and it will benefit your business because we reach so many people on the network. And I also have two websites, uh, kristenharperspeaks.com, K-R-I-S-T-E-N, harperspeaks.com. I am a health and wellness speaker, and you can check out my past speaking engagements and also my testimonials. And also... My other website is perfecthealthconsultingservices.com. I offer hair analysis, quantum biofeedback, nest health, and brainwave entrainment. And my approach is all about helping people to get healthy naturally because I'm all about a natural approach. And so, so let me go over, let me just talk about my thoughts here before I go over Steve Daniels' bio. Oh, and and one more thing I wanted to mention. I have a Facebook group, if you'd like to join, Donate to Palestine. I'm very passionate about the freedom of Palestine. If you want to learn about the suffering that the Palestinians are going through, please join that group. And you can learn about the struggles that they're going through. So, I, I listened to Steve Daniels' speech 
speech last night. Uh, it was a huge crowd. And I agreed with a lot of what he had to say. Now, why do I talk about freedom on my show? My show is all about health and wellness, but I also uh, talk about freedom because freedom and health and wellness and spirituality all go together because those are the universal truths. So if you don't have freedom, you're not going to have optimum health. So freedom is very important, and it's a, it's a, it's, freedom is for all of humanity. So Steve talked about masks which I'm against masks and talking about how, you know, when children are forced to wear these masks, it's abuse. And I, I really do feel that it is. He also talked about uh, constitutional law enforcement, that he believes that we should have constitutional law enforcement. Completely agree. Um, also, uh, he mentioned uh, schools run by government. We should really be pulling our ch children out of schools that are run by the government, which I agree also. And he also mentioned that we need to move resources over to the sheriffs. And he'll talk about that. Uh, we'll talk about that as well. And I, I agree with that because then we can hold uh, the sheriffs accountable. We can recall them. So I thought that was just – what he had to say was just outstanding. And um, also, I just want to mention about these COVID-19 vaccines. Now, I'm against vaccines, and uh, there's side effects. They're uh, toxic. I, the government should not be forcing us to have these vaccines because we own our bodies, not the government. I just recently watched this interview. It was so good with Dr. Sherry Tenpenny. Dr. Tenpenny and also... And she is an osteopathic physician, anti-vaccination activist. She has books as well. She's authored books. And she did an interview with Dr. Larry Pawlewski. He's a re renowned board-certified pediatrician. I was so impressed with this gentleman that I need to get him on my radio show. And Dr. Larry Pawlewski, he talked about that these COVID-19 vaccines, um, the spike protein, it's not a virus, but it's a man-made product. It's a bioweapon. There's two studies that came out. The spike protein causes lung damage, brain damage, heart disease, clotting, kidney problems, liver problems, hypoxia, miscarriages, and more. So I, I recommend you check that out. You can find that interview on bitchute.com, and that was published on May 9th, 2021, which was recently. And then I will be interviewing a doctor who's been on my show in the past, and he has he, – I'm, I'm going to try to get him back on my show here uh, soon. And uh, he has an ebook that you can look up uh, – Dr. Alan Palmer, he's located here in Arizona. I really like him. He has an ebook, 1,200 Studies That Refute Vaccine Claims. So there's, he actually think he has more than 1,200 studies now, which is incredible. Uh, so I think that's all I have to say right now. And so let me go over Steve Daniels' bio here. Uh, Steve Daniels is the chairman of the pro tem of the Patriot Party of Arizona. Steve previously was a strategy advisor 
for Daniel McCarthy for U.S. Senate in 2019-2020. Steve is also a member of the leadership team for Purple for Parents, which is a parents' rights group focused on education that formed in opposition to the Marxist organization Red for Ed. It is an honor to have Steve Daniels on my radio show. Thank you, Kristen. I appreciate you having me on. And how's it going today? It's going very well. Staying very busy, as you can imagine, with everything going on right now. Yeah, I mean, that's what I like about Steve. I mean, he's not just sitting at home. Like, he's out there. He, he's doing so much activism, which you're, I, it's like I can't even keep up with you. You know, with, all, with everything that you're doing. Uh, Steve, would you be able to talk about your speech that you just recently gave? Yeah, so last night we were at the America's Frontline Doctors event here in Phoenix, up in Cave Creek. It was a great, great event they put on. I think there's probably roughly a thousand people there. And they've really been advocating for, you know, just really an education of what's going on with this, this coronavirus scam the scandemic as we like to refer to it as. So a great event, a lot of good speakers, uh, doctors, and when you have the doctors, obviously they're able to speak uh, credibly from, from the medical perspective, which I'm not a doctor. I can only speak from, you know, really a, a legal perspective or a constitutionality, a personal freedom perspective. That's, that's how I look at everything. Right. So would you be able to talk about like what you had to say? Because you talked about a lot. You talked about the, uh, the school district. You talked about masks, law enforcement, uh, sheriffs. I really agreed with everything that you had to say for the most part. Yeah. So there was a, a, an event that took place or a school board meeting that was slated to take place down in Vail, Arizona, down near Tucson, about two hours south of Phoenix. And a lot of the parents uh, many parents down there are very frustrated with what's taken place where their children are being required to wear masks. Now, they're, they're located in Pima County, and within the Pima County mandate, it gives an exception for, for medical reasons. If you're unable to wear a mask for a medical reason, you can simply state that, and they are not allowed to ask you what that reason is. So many of the parents have, have sent their kids to school notified the school district they would be showing up without a mask for that reason, yet the kids are being sent to the principal's office or being, you know, the parents are being contacted asking them to come pick up their kids. So the district was not honoring the exceptions, even within the mandate, which I consider unconstitutional, unlawful. However, they weren't even allowing that. So a lot of parents showed up. We were asked, uh, both Michelle Dillard, who's the president of Purple for Parents, uh, was asked to come down there and, and help support the parents of that district. Uh, she invited me along. We simply were going to go down there and give, you know, our two to three minute speech to the board, telling them to take the muzzles off the kids. And the school board just decided that they didn't want to hear from the parents. They saw that there was a lot of people there, you know, probably close to 200 or more. And the school board just wanted nothing to do with that. So they, quote unquote, canceled or adjourned the meeting prior to even calling it to order. And if anyone has uh, seen that video, I know it's been shared a lot, uh, went fairly viral, and it just shows how the parents decided they are gonna take back power that day. They were gonna take back power from a tyrannical government. And as I said last night, we're past the point of asking nicely. 
uh, we no longer, as the people, can just ask permission from our tyrannical government. We have to tell them what to do. We have to instruct them. And if they're not doing what they're supposed to, then we have to take that power back. So the school, the parents of that school district that night, they called a meeting to order. Uh, they held quorum, called a meeting to order, and elected a new school board, and then went ahead and voted to remove the mask mandate. I am, like, so impressed. That's amazing. So, yeah, it was a pretty pretty interesting event, uh, and I think it's it's inspired a lot of a lot of parents in other locations, and we saw an event happen very similarly up in Utah where the parents, again, the school board would not listen to them, so they went ahead and essentially kicked them out and, and voted in a new school board. So I think that more parents need to, need to take this approach. And I, I've been telling, you know, at the point where if they're going to continue to make the, ma- the kids wear a mask, a muzzle, I just say take the kids out of the system because these are government indoctrination centers where they're just pushing propaganda. Uh, most of the teachers, a lot of the teachers these days, not all, but many of them are very Marxist-leaning, and they have a personal personal agenda that I don't think aligns probably with most of, of the parents. So they need to just remove their kids from that toxic and abusive environment, get them into a better situation, whether it's homeschooling, a micro school, a charter, private school, something that better aligns with their family's ideology and get them away from, again, that abusive environment. Yes, I agree completely. And so this video that people can watch, should they just go to your Facebook page or is there another place where they can watch the video? Yes, yeah, so they can go to my Facebook page. Uh, it's under Steven Tyler Daniels. I've been deplatformed. I've been kicked off plenty of times, so I had to kind of change the name up. Uh, alternatively, they can go on they can go on stoptherhinos.com and there's a link to our YouTube page. Uh, they can find us at Arizona Patriot Party or Patriot Party of Arizona on YouTube, and the video is also hosted on there. Okay. Well, I appreciate all the work that you're doing for Arizona and for freedom. And would you be able to talk about, let's talk about the constitutional law enforcement and also moving the resources over to the sheriffs. I think that's so important. Yes. Yeah, definitely. And so this is a conversation we've been having for a while outside of this medical tyranny issue is that our law enforcement, quote unquote, law enforcement being mainly the police have been acting unlawfully. And the reason why is that they're they're effectively code enforcement for local municipalities. You know, our police chiefs are hired. They're not elected. So you've got a bureaucrat effectively that is hired by mayor or a city manager, et cetera, the people have no ability to hold them personally accountable. So when they're not actively acting lawfully or constitutionally, there's really no recourse. Now the sheriffs, however, the sheriffs are actually elected. So you have the ability, assuming you have free and fair elections, you have the ability to, to elect new representation for your sheriff or, or recall them. Now, what we've seen over the last year is many examples of where police departments, even sheriffs, are arresting moms for taking their kids to the park. They're, they're closing down churches. They're trying to shut down businesses. And they're, you know, the number one answer they give is they're just doing their job. Well, I'm just, you know, I'm just forcing the law. 
unfortunately, there's no laws that they're actually enforcing. These are just simply mandates and executive orders put out by, by tyrannical leaders, you know, either governor, county boards, you know, the mayors, et cetera. So they're really not enforcing laws. They're just enforcing mandates, which they should not be doing. Uh, you talk to survivors of the Holocaust, or actually you even go back to the Nuremberg trials, and the number one answer that the, the Nazis gave, the officers gave when asked, you know, why did you do what you do? And they said, well, we were simply following orders. We were doing what we were told. So when people just do what they're told, you can see the potential result and how bad that is. And you have Holocaust survivors, the few that are left, there's many of them that are saying what they're seeing take place in America right now is in many ways worse than what they saw in pre-Nazi Germany. So I think we're headed down a really troublesome path when it comes to law enforcement because they're effectively now acting like the brown shirts where they're protecting the government, they are not protecting the people. And we need to hold them accountable. We have, you know, these are our neighbors. The police live in our community. So they're going to have to make a decision. You know, whose side are they on? I keep saying, are they on the side of, of the people and the law? Or are they on the side of protecting the tyrannical government who they get their paycheck from? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So moving the resources over to the sheriffs, like I mentioned before, and we can hold them accountable. We can even recall them. So That would uh, be the goal. That would be the goal. Obviously, we have some other issues to address from an election integrity standpoint. we got to make sure elections are real. That's something else yes. that we're working on here locally. Yes. I'm probably going to have to do another episode on that later on just to keep people updated what's going on here in Arizona. So, uh, listeners, I'm with Steve Daniels. We need to go to a quick break here, and we'll be back very soon. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Kristen Harper is a health and wellness speaker and founder of Perfect Health Consulting Services. She inspires people all over the world to keep healthy, happy, and motivated. Get a virtual health coaching or hair mineral analysis package at perfecthealthconsultingservices.com to help you get healthy and stay healthy. Also, go to kristenharperspeaks.com to hire Kristen Harper, a health and wellness speaker, for one of your events. Be sure to visit both of Kristen's websites, perfecthealthconsultingservices.com and K-R-I-S-T-E-N, harperspeaks.com. Now is the time to take your health to the next level and become the best version of yourself. Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins looks at how natural healing and biological dentistry can safely and effectively treat most health problems. You'll hear about the innovations in both traditional and alternative medicine therapies with doctors and dentists, along with discussions with chiropractors, medical experts, homeopaths, naturopaths, and energetic healers. It's great to have all the best information in one place. And Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins brings it all together. Listen Thursdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Health & Wellness. 
Tune in every Tuesday for C. diff, spores, and more with host Nancy Kerala. Our program is to provide information about C. diff, healthcare-associated infections, and more. Nancy is a C. diff survivor, healthcare professional, and founder and executive director of the C. diff Foundation. Together with her guests, we'll explore C. diff infection prevention, treatments, clinical trials, environmental safety, and more. Listen every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health & Wellness. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You're listening to Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated with Kristen Harper. If you would like to connect with her, reach out via email to Kristen at KristenHarperSpeaks.com. That's K-R-I-S-T-E-N at KristenHarperSpeaks.com. Now, back to Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated. back this is Kristen Harper radio show host my show is tips to keep you healthy happy and motivated on voiceamerica.com on the health and wellness channel my special guest is Steve Daniels Uh, today's episode is all about vaccine passports and the dangers of the COVID-19 vaccines I have to say this is probably the worst I've ever seen in my country here in America we've had a total loss of freedom and I'm just really sick and tired of it Uh, And I'll give you one example of just how frustrating this is, is I have a hairdresser that I've uh, been seeing in the past, and I really like her. She does such a great job, and she has like a, she's basically working at a organic salon, and I like the salon because they use only natural products, and I'm like a health conscious person. I don't like having like chemicals and products. I have not been able to see her probably for about a year I think I don't know the exact time but I would say about a year I can't even go see her so I have to see other hairdressers which they don't they never do a good job most of the time and and I can't even see this hairdresser because if, if I want to go see her I have to fill out a COVID-19 form so you're, you have to answer these questions I don't want the government to have my information you have to fill out a form you have to have temperature checks which I refuse to do and also you have to wear a mask. So I can't even see her. And this has been going on for, I'd say, about, it's been about a year that I haven't seen her. So uh, there's a loss of freedom, like, all around the world, here, including America, but also uh, the Palestinians. I mean, they're living in these open-air prisons uh, where the Israeli forces um, basically <laughs> are guarding the entrances and exits. So they're in these prisons. So um, it's, and I think I'm going to do an episode here in the future. I think I think it's next week. I'll have to check my calendar. or Maybe the following week we'll be doing another episode uh, about the Palestinians that are suffering. And there's a journalist in Gaza that will be uh, talking to me. So, uh, Steve, let's talk about vaccines. Have you heard anything? I talked about the side effects, but have you heard anything about these COVID-19 vaccines and the side effects? Well, hurt, hurt a lot. I mean, unfortunately, I think there's a lot of people that are being injured and killed from these. Uh, there's a lot of speculation that there could be some sort of shedding. Now, I, I don't know if shedding is the right term because that's usually from, and again, I'm not a doctor. This is just my understanding from research is that shedding occurs when you have a live virus, live virus vaccine. Uh, this is, in, from what we understand, an mRNA modifier 
So there may not be a, a quote unquote shedding, but there is something could be some sort of transferability that's happening. So I'm hearing this. Uh, and again, I don't know that anything's been confirmed. I mean, we don't even know exactly what's in this poison that they're giving people. Uh, but the bigger concern for me is, you know, if everybody, if people want to go get it, I, I guess that's on them, unfortunately, at this point. Uh, propaganda that's going out there, the fear campaign that's being led by our media, by our government, by corporations, private industry. I mean, it's, it's, it's all encompassed right now. To me, it's that really that new world order push towards, towards their sustainable future, as they call it. But my biggest concern is that now they're starting to leverage the businesses against people. And the same thing that we discussed almost a year ago is with regard to the mask. The government will never have the ability, they never had the ability to enforce the mask on everyone because they just don't have enough people to do that. So they depended upon the businesses to do it. And we're going to see the same thing with this, this shot or this injection. The government won't have the ability to do it. In fact, even here in Arizona, Governor Ducey, he put out his executive order saying, well, the government, you know, they can't require as a, as a condition of services that you, you get a shot or a, an injection. But he didn't say anything about the private businesses. So the private businesses are actually allowed to. In fact, inside of his executive order, it does speak to private businesses have the, the right to mandate that as a condition of either employment or providing services. So that's a problem. And it's the same problem we have with masks where you're turned away at the door. You know, and the mask issue for some people, you know, they're not as strong on that. They're like, oh, I'll just put the mask on. I got to go do this. Myself, I won't wear it. I mean, I, I haven't worn one. I won't wear one because I saw what they were doing and I knew it wasn't about a mask. It wasn't about a virus. It was about control. And once exactly. they start to do that with the vaccines, you can't just take on, put on and take off a, vac, uh, a shot, an injection. You can do that with a mask, but you can't do that with a shot. So I think people are going to have to start to really make that decision. What will they accept in this country? What will they allow? And we're working on legislation and we can, you know, we can talk about the legislative aspect of, of, of the, the injection. Exactly. And you were talking about the shedding earlier. And I want to interview Dr. Alan Palmer about the shedding and these vaccines here in the near future. He's the one that has the ebook, the 1200 studies that refute vaccine claims. But I've been hearing quite a bit recently listening to interviews that the shedding, I don't know if you've heard about this, Steve, but the people that have been vaccinated and they start shedding, that can affect people that are not vaccinated. So if you're not vaccinated and you get by, get close to someone that has been vaccinated, the unvaccinated person can have health issues because of the vaccinated person. And I still have yeah. to do my, yeah. I still have to do my research, but I've been hearing this lately, like through interviews. So I, I want to confirm this with Dr. Palmer, but have you heard about that? I have heard that, you know, there's a, there's a lot of information out there right now. And I think that's the hardest thing is what are we really dealing with? I mean, we still haven't got full confirmation of, of what they released on us. I, I you know, I think, I think I feel that this wasn't just an organic virus that popped up. You know, it only, it feels like there, there was a, a plan behind this. We don't know, but then again, this whole injection they're giving everyone, it, it doesn't feel right. It, 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 we've, 
heard a lot of anecdotal stories about people getting sick from being around other people who have gotten it. So, yeah, it's really hard to know what's going on right now. I can just tell you it's probably not good. Whatever it is, it's just probably not good. Yeah, and I think this whole thing is a scamdemic. It's all about the New World Order and loss of freedom. Uh, so we talked about these uh, COVID-19 vaccines. So uh, let's talk about these vaccine passports, especially for people that have, are not too familiar with them. Do you want to talk about, like, what they are? How do they work? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So vaccine passport, and this is being rolled out globally uh, and here in the United States. You know, the Biden administration came out and said, well, we're not going to – we're not going to do it at a federal level. And again, they're just going to use the businesses to, to enforce these. But a vaccine passport, whether it's a digital app, whether it's the, the vaccine card, you know, the injection card, I hate to call it even a vaccine again because that's really not what it is. But it, they're going to use that. The businesses would say, like if you want to go to a Walmart, for example, and I'm not saying Walmart will do this, but this is just an example. You walk to Walmart, and right now there's signs up saying you have to wear a mask to come in our store. Well, pretty soon what you can see is you have to have the injection to come in our store and you have to provide proof you've had that before you can enter our store. So you may be cut off from the ability to go shop at your local grocery store, at, at the electronics store, like a Best Buy, like I said, at Walmart, wherever it might be. And then the employers, the employers will have the ability to say, as a condition of employment, you have to get this injection to work here. And we're already hearing stories from employers where they're not allowing. So everybody's been remote almost for the last year, especially in the white collar environment, in the, in the office environment, everybody's gone remote. Well, I'm hearing a lot of stories of employers now allowing their employees to come back to the office, but only if they've gotten the injection. If you haven't gotten the injection, you have to continue to work remotely and you're actually not allowed to meet with clients in person. So they're, they're kind of segregating and causing this, this two-tiered class citizenry class. It feels, feels very discriminatory, almost, almost like it was back during segregation, the years of segregation when, uh, you know, the blacks were second-class citizens. It really almost kind of feels like that again. Yeah, these vaccine passports are just terrifying. I mean, we've had so many problems with these businesses forcing masks on people and to have to go through this is just awful. Um, have you heard of, and it, so Ducey, you talked about uh, Doug Ducey earlier, uh, and this executive order. Uh, have you heard of any businesses that are requiring these vaccine passports here in Arizona yet? Or Well, I haven't heard of any specifically requiring it to transact. Um, I've, heard, I've heard more on the employer side, so I think that's where we're going to start to see it first is from the employer's perspective. Yes. Yes. And that's a huge problem because people, that's their livelihood. That's their ability to feed their family, keep a roof over their family's head. So that's a huge problem yes. when they're, they're putting people in a position where they have to choose between taking this poisonous shot and providing for their family. It's extremely unfair. I mean, it's a civil, a civil rights violation. I mean, we're talking, actually, it could be a Nuremberg Code type violations. I mean, this is, goes against fundamental human rights of bodily autonomy and the freedom to choose what you put in your body. Now, they're going to say, well, you have a choice to work here or not. You can decide, well, you know, if you don't want to do it, don't work here. But what happens when everybody starts, to, when all the employers start to do it? Then exactly. is it really a choice at that point? You may not have a choice in there, mm -hmm. and, you know, from their perspective. So 
It's a problem. Uh, we've been working on it legislatively here in the state. Uh, as mentioned, the, co- the pro tem chairman of the Patriot Party of Arizona, and we, we are really the activist party. We're the, the party of pressure. We're there to hold the elected accountable. Uh, our website is stoptherhinos.com, so it's stoptherhinos, R-I-N-O-S. A rhino is a Republican in name only. And that's unfortunately what we're dealing with really up and down our leadership here in the state from the governor on down. There is, these are quote-unquote conservative Republicans who are acting like leftists, like Democrats in many ways. It's a unipar- kind of a uniparty system where they almost feel like they're working together against the people. Because it should be a very simple process. And you've seen it in other states, you know, like Florida, for example. You've got the governor DeSantis down there who he wrote an executive order, which I'm not a huge fan of executive orders, but at least, at least he t- publicly said, no, we're not going to do vaccine passports in our state. Nobody is. Yes, that's awesome. So awesome. And we're not doing that here in Arizona. It's It's been like pulling teeth with these legislators to get them to protect the people of Arizona. In fact, there's actual legislators actively working against that process, Republicans working against that process. Now, unfortunately, the Democrats, they want everybody to get this injection. They don't want people to have freedom and liberty. We already know they're a problem. Mm-hmm. Now it's like we have to we have to hold our own accountable and whether or not you're a Republican and independent, a libertarian, whatever, whatever scale on the political spectrum you fall, you should have the right to choose what you put in your body. Bottom line. Exactly. Exactly. Bottom line. And when you have people like, like, uh, Senator Pace, Shope, Livingston, working against us and, and you've got President Karen Fan, Senate President Karen Fan, not calling this to a floor vote to get everybody on the record, because that's another game they play. They don't want to bring a bill, so it's HB 2190 is the bill. House Bill 2190, sponsored by Brett Roberts. And I appreciate that Brett brought it brought it forward, but he needs to be stronger in holding fast to the, the language within that legislation. So kind of take a step back and explain the process here. Uh, they did a striker bill or a strike all bill, which means they took an existing bill that was dealing with another issue. They pull all that language out and they input the new language for this new issue. And Brett Roberts worked with Kelly Townsend, Senator Kelly Townsend to do that. And the language wasn't strong enough. When we, when we were brought, it was brought to us or we were made aware of it. We said, look, we need to see this before you put it forward because the Patriot Party of Arizona works with a lot of the medical freedom groups here in Arizona and mm-hmm. the great activists that are within those groups, and they really have a good hold and grasp on what needs to be done to protect our rights. Mm-hmm. So we looked at the language, and it was very weak. So we got to work on that right away. We started saying, hey, let's do this. Let's fix this. Let's fix this. And we got some good language in there. Protects the employees against their employer. It mm-hmm. protects the consumer against the businesses. Nice. And it actually makes it a felony for anyone to try to enforce a vaccine passport in Arizona. Mm -hmm. So it's a great bill because it it provides protections for the people. And that's the bottom line. You have to have an enforcement mechanism within legislation. You can write a bill all day and have have a great bill that, that protects. But if it doesn't have enforcement to it, if it doesn't have teeth in it, then it's only as good as the paper that it's written on. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. So we got this good bill, we put forward the language, but then you've got a Senator Livingston 
who decides, well, I'm not going to, I'm not going to vote to support this in the appropriations committee unless we, we kind of water this down. They call it, we want to water this down. And what he did was he spent the next couple weeks providing cover and delay so that the governor could come out with his quote unquote executive order that only protects you against the government, not the private business. And then they just want to water down the language even further to take out the enforcement mechanism. They remove the felony aspects and reduce it to a class three misdemeanor, which is the weakest misdemeanor. Mm -hmm. So it's very hard to hold people accountable when it's almost, it's it's more, it is criminal still, but it's the lowest of the criminal. So it's, it's almost a civil action. Mm -hmm. And then it takes away the ability for employees to be protected against their employer. So I, you know, myself and many others, we say nobody's free until everybody is free. So you can't protect some, but not protect all, because then nobody's protected. Mm-hmm. Well, so we're that's pushing, like we're pushing very hard on this. It's 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 very unfortunate that our conservative legislature we have a thirty-one to twenty-nine majority in the House, and we have a sixteen to fourteen majority in the Senate. Very unfortunate that a Republican-controlled legislature has not gotten this done already. They've had, they've had months to do this, and they've just been dragging their feet. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, like, what we have right now, and we're getting close to a, another break here, but what we have now is just, like, a disappointment. But as far as the work that you guys did, I am so impressed with what you guys have been doing. You know? It's... Just well, keep up the good that. work. Well, I appreciate that. I mean, we have to. Somebody's got to do it, and I just... I feel it's a calling or a duty to protect to protect the rights of the people at this point because not enough people are stepping up. And there's some great activists out there, not just me, a lot of the people that are working with me that support what we're doing. So I'm just I'm just the one that I guess is loud enough and doesn't doesn't care what people think and I'll go out there and say what needs to be said. And it's it's a hard truth. It is a hard truth. A lot of times what I'm saying, it's uncomfortable what I'm saying. But I think it's the message that people need to hear. Absolutely. So we've been talking about vaccine passports, the COVID-19 vaccines. And I'm with Steve Daniels. And let's go to a break here, and we'll be back in a couple minutes. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Kristen Harper is a health and wellness speaker and founder of Perfect Health Consulting Services. She inspires people all over the world to keep healthy, happy, and motivated. Get a virtual health coaching or hair mineral analysis package at perfecthealthconsultingservices.com to help you get healthy and stay healthy. Also, go to KristenHarperSpeaks.com to hire Kristen Harper, a health and wellness speaker, for one of your events. Be sure to visit both of Kristen's websites, PerfectHealthConsultingServices.com and K-R-I-S-T-E-N HarperSpeaks.com. Now is the time to take your health to the next level and become the best version of yourself. 
On Anti-Aging Unraveled, host Dr. Lori Gerber features guests related to the field of integrative medicine and more specifically what she calls deconstructed medicine. Many symptoms that we think of as common and related to the aging process don't have to be issues if you think outside the common treatment processes. You'll learn that integrative medical technology, new innovations, and natural health can combine to help you age gracefully. Anti-Aging Unraveled. Listen Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Health & Wellness. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite hosts. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. You're listening to Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated with Kristen Harper. If you would like to connect with her, reach out via email to Kristen at kristenharperspeaks.com. That's K-R-I-S-T-E-N at kristenharperspeaks.com. Now, back to Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated. We are back. This is Kristen Harper, radio show host. My show is Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated on voiceamerica.com on the Health and Wellness channel. I've been speaking with special guest Steve Daniels. We've been talking about these vaccine passports and the dangers of the COVID-19 vaccines. And I have to say that I'm just not happy here in Arizona as far as we've had such a loss of freedom here. And I, I really appreciate everything that Steve is doing and and other activists here in Arizona to fight for our freedom. Uh, so in regards to, you know, before the break, Steve was talking about these uh, vaccine passports and the Arizona legislator. So uh, let's let's continue our conversation here, Steve, and just talk about, like, you know, that this needs to be voted on. and Definitely. So House Bill 2190, again, I would ask anyone that's in Arizona or, or wherever you are, I mean, at, at this point, wherever there's tyranny, we have to fight it. We're, we're all in on this together at this point. So I would say contact your legislators, contact Senate President Karen Fan. tell them to bring House Bill 2190 to the floor for a vote. And they need to contact their legislators and tell them to support that bill with the current language that it has that protects employees against their employers and keeps the enforcement mechanism of the penalty being a felony, not watering it down to a misdemeanor. We have to keep that language in there in order to protect everyone. Um, otherwise, you're just going to see what's taking place with all these masks where you go into, you know, what's even what's happening with the school boards where they're not honoring those exceptions because there's no enforcement there. They say, well, oh, well, you know, it's our rule. Well, I'm showing you what the executive order says right here. And they say, oh, well, too bad. So we did get a bill passed. Uh, we did get a bill passed in the in the legislature. Uh, 2177, which actually protects businesses from the government enforcing the mask or using them to enforce the mask. And that was something that, that the Patriot Party of Arizona uh, offered the language forward, forward to Representative Joseph Chaplick out of LD23. And he did a great job as a bill sponsor in pushing that bill through. And we got that passed. 
and that effectively takes away the ability for the government to utilize the businesses to enforce the mask mandate. Businesses that now have the right to choose under Arizona law. That goes into effect 90 days after the legislature adjourns. So as soon as that happens, 90 days later, businesses will not be required to enforce that mandate. Wow, I am so proud of you guys and Daniel McCarthy and the Patriot Party. You guys are doing really good work. Well, I appreciate that. Uh, what we're doing is we're asking people, you know, we need people to get active and involved. Uh, we always ask for their time, talent, and treasure. If you can offer all three, that's awesome. You know, not everybody can get out there for whatever reason and be as active. But if you can contribute to what we're doing financially, that allows us to be able to continue to do this because it's become a full-time thing. And to hold our elected accountable, unfortunately, it, it's takes people like myself and like my team that are actually doing this full time. And in order to do that, we have to be able to put a roof over our heads as well. So it's become a job to, to hold them accountable. And that's, that's kind of sad that it's got to that, but that's where we're at. So if anybody can contribute, you know, one time or on a monthly basis, that will allow us to continue to advocate for the rights of Arizonans. And we are only focused on Arizona. That's something that a lot of other organizations, uh, are not necessarily just focused on Arizona. Our mission is to restore and maintain constitutional conservative leadership in Arizona. Hyper-focused on Arizona, we're going to advocate for the best legislation to protect Arizonans, and we're really working for election integrity for the next session. So we need all of the support that we can get uh, from a boots-on-the-ground standpoint, but then also financially. So if you go to StopTheRhinos.com, again, it's www.StopTheRhinos.com. We've got a web store on there if you want to get some merchandise, but please contribute whatever you can. And so we've been talking about Arizona, and so I, I read something today. I, I don't know if this is true, but New York is requiring vaccine passports. Have you heard about that? Yeah, so I've seen a lot of different – I think New York is probably going to make a heavier push for it. I've seen a lot of the sports stadiums are going to require that. Uh the airlines are talking, discussing it, so your ability to travel could be impacted or restricted based on this. As I mentioned, the, the sports stadiums, concerts, different open-air open air venues or, or public gathering spaces for events, those could be restricted based on having this injection. Uh, I've even heard where they're offering, again, it's kind of a two-tier class system at this point where if you've been vaccinated and actually I haven't heard of this at church there's a church that was set up you know kind of left side if you haven't been taking the injection or you sit over here on the right side if you have it's segregation it's a, civil, wow. it's a major civil rights issue that we're facing okay so we have there's we talked about New York well again I, I don't, think, the state, uh, I don't uh, think it's a state level issue I don't think the government will enforce this again I think it's going to be up to the businesses there's a lot of states that are pushing back against it, but I don't think you're going to see enforcement from a state level. It'll just simply be the businesses. And you've got all these multinational corporations that really aren't American. I, I just looked up the stat. 70 to 80% of the goods on the shelf at a Walmart come from China. Uh -huh. So when you look at a company like that, they're clearly not doing the bidding of America. They're doing the bidding of China because that's who pays. That's, that's their bread and butter. So this is really, as we've discussed, uh, you know, really a new world order globalist push to gain control. And, you know, you, we could talk a lot about, you know, the reset digital currencies, 
social credit, everything that's going on over in China, they're trying to bring here. And this is their mechanism to start to enforce that and see who's willing to submit and get on board with their agenda. Okay, so if people are concerned, and, and not just here in Arizona, but other states as well and around the world, if they're concerned about, you know, these vaccine passports, what can they do? I know they can contact their legislators, get involved, be an activist, uh, be a PC, a precinct committeeman. Like, what else can people do? Yeah, I think the biggest thing is you're go they're going to have to fight this at the state level with their yep. legislature. They're going to have to put some pretty strict laws in place. Not yep. just executive orders, because executive orders can be undone by the next person in charge. You've got to get good, solid language within the legislation, within their legislature, pass the law to restrict the ability for anyone within their state to require an injection uh, regarding employment, regarding being a consumer, regarding you know access to government services, etc. You've got to get good law passed. And working with organizations, like you said, like these medical freedom agencies and working with experts, you know, about the language and all that, I think that's excellent. Yeah, if, they, if anyone's got any questions, even nationwide, again, they can go to our website, fill out the contact form. We can get in touch with them to help give them some guidance. Everything we do is open source. We want to try to promote freedom everywhere. This isn't just about, you know, we're, we're hyper-focused on Arizona, but as I mentioned, wherever there's tyranny, that impacts us all. So... They can go to stoptherhinos.com, fill out the contact form, and somebody will be in touch. Okay, so I think we have a few minutes left here. And uh, basically, I just um, uh, wanted to get your feedback here because um, I haven't been keeping up. I've been really busy, but I heard that there was some type of recall that was I, – I don't know about uh, Governor Ducey – that there was a group that was trying to recall Ducey. How's that going, or did that stop and was not successful? Yeah, there there was recall filed on Governor Ducey. I do not believe that's gone anywhere. I don't know that that was a, a legitimate effort from the okay. beginning just because of the group that filed it. They didn't have the resources or the infrastructure to accomplish that. Mm -hmm. Our organization, we were more strategic with a recall, we filed a recall on the Speaker of the House, Rusty Bowers, here in Arizona. It only takes about 23,000 signatures to recall the Speaker of the House. We're uh -huh. well on the way to doing that. We're actually wow. just telling him to resign. We, we're just telling him to simply resign at this point. So if anybody knows Rusty Bowers out in LB25 in, in Mesa, just tell him to resign, save everyone the trouble, ensure that a Republican replaces him in that position. If he allows the recall process to take place, then there would be a special election, at which point a Democrat could get elected. And it's, while it's not likely, it's a possibility, versus if he resigns, it allows his legislative district, the Republicans within his district, to pick a replacement or pick, pick the options for replacement. So we're telling him to resign because it's, it's inevitable that this is going to take place and he just needs to step down at this point. And for people that are not familiar with Arizona, can you just talk about more about him and why you want him to resign? Yeah, so a couple of reasons. Uh, the main ones is election integrity and regarding the state of emergency. So over the last year, he's been uh, so, so the Speaker of the House position. It's effectively the Nancy Pelosi here in Arizona. Uh, he's a, he's a Republican, quote unquote, but he doesn't operate as a conservative. So he has kept 
the people kept kept the people out of the process of holding their elected accountable. He was instrumental in actually getting the legislature closed down early last year and not stopping this state of emergency that was unconstitutionally implemented by Governor Ducey. And secondly, with the election that took place in November, he was one of the main blockers of the ability for Trump to be rightfully elected in Arizona. Now, whether or not you support Trump, the bottom line is there there is irregularities at best as it relates to this election. I don't think there's many people out there that can say, well, there was some fraud that took place at some level. And he was one of the main blockers of there being any accountability in the state uh, to, to try to undo the fraud that took place. And we have an audit presently going on right now in Arizona. I probably need to do an episode later on about that just to inform people around the world what's going on here in Arizona. So that'll be interesting yeah, I mean, to see what's going to happen. Spend a lot of time on, you know, audit, election integrity, the corruption here in Arizona. Uh, we could probably do a whole show just on that easily. Yeah, we probably have to have you come back on. Uh, so, uh, and, and I, I just, I, I just cannot wait until Ducey leaves. I mean, he is just the worst governor that we've ever had in Arizona. Just horrible. He is completely well, ruined the careful. state. If we're not careful, we'll get a Mexico cartel asset in place. So Marco Lopez is who they're trying to prop up. He's a leftist, open borders Democrat. He's a cartel asset. We've got to be very careful that we get somebody in there. So I, you know. We can talk about that next time, but uh, he's he's definitely a problem. And who else? I'm trying to say who's going to run for governor in the near future. Daniel McCarthy is, and who else? Do you so know he's, other he's candidates? Announced he's announced his interest in doing so. Uh, he would love that somebody else could step up that is real, who he could get behind. He'd rather not have to do it. Same when he ran for Senate. Uh, you've got people like Matt Salmon, Kimberly Yee. A couple, you know, Bernovich potentially. You got a couple other names that are kind of angling and positioning. Um, even maybe Carrie Lake, who's a former newscaster here in Phoenix. A lot of a lot of different names being thrown around there right now, but it seems like a lot of establishment is kind of circling the wagons around a few people and trying to prop them up. Right, and um, you know, you might not always agree with me, and maybe Daniel McCarthy either, and other people um, as far as maybe Trump, my view on Trump, and also I'm a libertarian now. So I feel like we need to have less restriction at the border. I'm more of, I think I, we've had a discussion about this in the past, but it's okay if we have disagreements. But the thing that I really like about you and Daniel McCarthy is you guys are activists. You're out there constantly fighting for freedom. Who else is doing that? It's you two. Like, you know, Mark, Marco Trigovich, um, you guys have values. Yeah. You're honest people. We've never had this in Arizona before. So I, I really like you guys, you know? Well, I appreciate uh, so, that. Yeah, we may not always agree, but that's that's a part of part of America. But I do appreciate that. Okay, so um, uh, anyways, we need to go now. And any last comment here for my listeners? You have like, just uh, I appreciate the time. I hope everybody gets active. That's the main thing I'm telling people to get up off the couch, get active. Uh, if you can't do that, definitely support the organizations like like the Patriot Party of Arizona. Again, go to stoptherhinos.com. At least sign up for our updates. So that way you get the calls to action. You'll see how we operate. Even if you don't live in Arizona, you can start to see how we operate and start doing that in your state. So join the movement. Get on our email list. Donate if you can. Uh, but, yeah, please get active. 
Okay, thanks for everything that you're doing, and thanks for coming on. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks so much, Kristen. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you for being a part of the show this week. Tips to keep you healthy, happy, and motivated with your host, Kristen Harper, can be heard live every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Kristen can't wait to speak again next week.